It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Support for this podcast comes from Microsoft Surface. Now more than ever, you need a laptop that can be as adaptable as you are. Introducing Microsoft Surface Laptop Go. Finally, a premium laptop at an affordable price. Starting at just $549, its light, thin design, vibrant touchscreen, powerful processor, and built-in HD camera and mic turns any room in your home into a classroom, office, or study hall. Available in three amazing colors the whole family will love. Visit surface.com slash laptop go for more details. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Locked on Warriors. This is Grant Liffman. And I'm Drew Schiller. And uh, we're here to talk to you about the Warriors five days a week. And today's episode is brought to you by SeatGeek, which I'll tell you a little bit more about a little later. That sounds great. Uh, Grant, on Tuesday night, you and I were uh, recording the pod. And in the middle of it, I was refreshing Twitter. And ESPN's Mark Stein sent out a tweet that got the NBA world kind of on its toes. And it was because he reported that the Houston Rockets were a very serious threat to the Clippers in terms of landing Chris Paul. And sure enough, on Wednesday morning, Adrian Wojnarowski dropped a Woj bomb on the world uh, when he reported that Chris Paul was opting into his contract and being traded to the Rockets. Boom. (laughs) <laughs> wow that was really well said thank you you should you should read most things then. well actually you weren't reading your no, that, was just, that, the, yeah. that was off the top of your dome from the cuff um drew let's talk what this means first of all to the rockets so they trade patrick beverly mm-hmm. who's the warriors pest no one no no warrior fan enjoys patrick beverly that's he sure. is the rockets draymond green if if you're if he's not on your team you probably yeah. Don't that, really like him. That's the only comparison that you can give. I don't know. I, I was glad that's the only place you went with that. Well, no, uh, they're both first team all defense. That's a comparison. Oh, there you go. That's a good point. Uh, Patrick Beverly, Montres Harrell, um, Sam Decker, a future first, and uh, Lou Williams. Sorry, I forgot Lou in there. Sweet Lou. And then a couple other kind of random fill-in pieces. Uh, yeah. Daryl Morey basically called every single GM in the league and tried to find some non- guaranteed contracts just to throw into the trade exactly so in general the pieces that i named the only ones that played minutes like during the playoffs for instance uh were lou williams and patrick beverly chris paul plays the role obviously as point guard so patrick beverly's really wait chris paul's a point guard (laughs) so wasn't aware of that yeah, I don't know if you knew this. So I actually put out a stat today on the Twitter machine. Um, now, Drew, should you read off, say, your Twitter handle quickly before I move on? Uh, yeah, my, my Twitter handle is at Drew Schiller. My name, Drew Schiller. 
And there's no C in it, just in case you're kidding. And um, I'm Grant Liffman, and mine's G Liffman with two Fs and two Ns. So, Drew, I was saying how touches per game, that was the big question, was chemistry. How can Harden and Chris Paul work together on a team? Now, last season, touches per game, the number one player was Westbrook with over 99. Harden was number two with 99.2 touches per game. Chris Paul was eighth in the league with 86 touches per game, okay? So that means two players in the top eight are now going to be on the same team for touches in a game. What makes it interesting is that the second most touches per game on that Rockets team last year was Patrick Beverly with 50. So that means they've just upgraded from somebody with 50 touches to 86 touches per game. So there's definitely going to be some adjustments that they have to make in terms of sharing the ball. Now, also, for the Warriors side, if you are interested to see how the ball sharing happens on the Warriors, Steph Curry has 79 touches per game. Draymond Green has 76. Durant with 61. And Clay with 48. Go on. Do you want me to keep on going? Yeah. Okay. So, now, people said, well, there's only one ball. And that was about the Warriors last year. Right, they're like, well, now you add Kevin Durant. Where's all these touches? Yeah, it's the silliest. It's the silliest thing to say possible. Well, people really need to look at who's playing alongside who. Now, in this case, actually, it probably is going to affect them more than Kevin Durant coming to the Warriors because two years ago, when they both, when Westbrook and KD were on the same team, Westbrook had 89 touches per game and KD had 65. Right. KD comes to the Warriors and he has 61 touches per game and Westbrook rockets up to 99 touches per game. So really it's KD wasn't a person who needed the ball in his hands at all times. Westbrook was Harden is a guy who needs the ball in his hands all the time. Chris Paul does too, but more importantly, Chris Paul is kind of that slow rhythm kind of half court style player and Harden's the opposite. So what do you think? How do you, how do you think that's going to work? Uh, well, first of all, they definitely are going to have to make adjustments. I mean, I've read I've read many articles from a lot of the national writers out there about their reaction to the trade, and you know, for the most part, everyone is pretty fascinated by this pairing, uh, mostly because, like you just said, there is a difference in styles. Um, Chris Paul, one of the best mid-range shooters of all time, like that's yes. his bread and butter. The Rockets don't take mid-range shots. They are all threes, get to the rim, get to the foul line. Now, uh, Keep in mind, Chris Paul did shoot 41% from three this year. Yes. No, he, he's a very capable three-point shooter. Right. And he is going to have to adjust the way that he thinks about the game, though. Like they're not, the, the Rockets aren't just going to all of a sudden become what the Clippers were in terms of pace and let Chris Paul just dribble the ball Every possession, he's making a decision. Now, that's how they were with James Harden, but I really think... I think that you're a little bit... I don't know if skeptical is the right word, but you're a little bit more... uh, I don't know if negative is the right word. You're a little bit concerned, I think, if you were a Rockets... If you're a Rockets fan, you're a little bit concerned at the fit, I think. Is Is that fair to say? Well, no matter what, I think if you have a chance to trade for Chris Paul, you do, and I think they are better in some way, once they figure it out, I think the adjustments can be hard for me. Any trade that happens, I start thinking how they compare with the warriors. That's sure. the first, that's the first thing I think about. And I'm sure all the listeners are wondering, how does this matchup change everything for them? 
Chris Paul is one of the best point guards in the league. He's a Hall of Famer. That's obvious. But I don't know if it really puts Houston that much closer to Golden State. What do you think? No, I, I don't. I don't think it does either. I also think that Daryl Morey has another move uh, that he's planning on making. We've obviously sure. seen the reports that they're going to try to get either uh, Paul George or Kamar or Carmelo Anthony. Uh, they got to the Knicks got to figure out what the heck they're going to do with him. Uh, it it is pretty funny though, looking back at the conversation that Daryl Morey had with Zach Lowe that I think we may have talked about on a podcast. Or that actually may have been before we started the podcast. Uh, when he told Zach Lowe that the Warriors are not unbeatable and that we have something up our sleeve, which right. which honestly shows you how ridiculous the NBA rules are that apparently prevent teams from communicating with prospective free agents at, until July 1st. Right. This stuff is going on behind the scenes with agents and all of that. Of course. Every, everyone knows that. But back, back to on the floor, um, Chris Paul and James Harden – in my opinion, there's not really much of a concern on offense. I really think that they are going to be able to figure it out. They both can shoot. They both can make plays. They both can attack the rim. They both are extremely intelligent players. To me, where there's a a possible concern is on defense. Um, one of those two... I, I know that James Harden you know, got a little bit better defensively. Uh, this past year than he was the year before, but that's a pretty small backcourt. Now I know that Patrick Beverly wasn't big, but he was a very good defender for them. I understand that Chris Paul is a good defender as well, but there's going to be times where it's on the floor, Eric Gordon, Chris Paul, and James Harden. And defensively, that's, that's pretty small. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I'm not sure if that's big of a difference just because Chris Paul is a very good defender. Um, obviously, with the matchup with the Warriors, you know, instead of Chris, uh, instead of Patrick Beverly being on Steph Curry, now it's Chris Paul again, and Chris Paul hasn't fared very well again in those matchups with, the, with he was on the Clippers, for instance. And so now he has to exert even more energy on the defensive end. Right, right. Uh, I, I don't know. It's a tough one. Um, but I, do, I, I am I extremely do. intrigued. I, I yeah. think that it's a, it's a great move by Daryl Morey and the Rockets. I agree. They are, I, there's no, there's no risk to it. They didn't give up much. So there's well, no risk the, to the, it. the risk is that Chris Paul and James Harden cannot coexist kind of like Correct. how Dwight Howard and James Harden could not coexist. And then Chris Paul walks, although Chris Paul is about the dollar bills. Yes. And yeah. I would be stunned if he were to leave after a year. But man, so much can change. I mean, seriously, if well, if you would have asked me a year ago, Chris Paul, or if you would have told me a year ago, Chris Paul is going to be on the Rockets, he's going to get a trade to the Rockets, I would have laughed in your face. Right. No, I know. I know. But uh, speaking of all about that dollars, I want to talk about SeatGeek for a second here, Drew, uh, our sponsor for this episode. Yeah. Now, SeatGeek is, uh, is an app, and... It's buying tickets to sports and concerts can be complicated, but there is a better, simpler way to buy, and that's with SeatGeek. Now, SeatGeek is the smartest, easiest way to get tickets to live events. With SeatGeek's seamless mobile experience, you can buy and sell tickets in just two taps. SeatGeek helps you find the best seats at the best prices, fully guaranteed. There's nothing quite like seeing your favorite team, the Warriors, or musician, the Warriors, in person, and SeatGeek would get you closer to the action for a great value. Now, best of all, 
all these listeners right now can get $20 off their first SeatGeek purchase. Just download the SeatGeek app and enter the promo code LOCKED, L-O-C-K-E-D. Do that today, and that's the promo code LOCKED for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. Sounds awesome. I will be yeah. using I will be using uh, SeatGeek this summer. Good, like, good, good. No good. doubt about it. One last thought about the uh, the trade before we move on to some other topics. Um, James Harden, his usage rate was off the charts, as you said, one of the top uh, or second in the league in touches, and he wore down by the end of the season in the playoffs. He was definitely not playing uh, quite at the level he played during the regular season. He is now going to be able to be more fresh for the playoffs because they're, if Mike D'Antoni is smart, which he is, he is going to stagger Chris Paul and James Harden for yes. the good portion of games. And now that Chris Paul is getting is into his 30s, he'll be 32, uh, or he's 32, he'll be turning 33, and or I think he's 31, turning 32. I should I should have known that before I said it. Um, this is going to enable him, I think, to prolong his career a little bit because he's not going to have to carry the load every single night. And that's, that's why I think that they will be able to make this work. But they I still agree. are not a, a major, major threat to the Warriors unless they're able to do something else big. Well, like we were saying the other day, uh, if Paul George somehow got teamed up with LeBron, it's just about when one's off the floor, the other one can take over. Now, the one thing that we always – you know, saw with the Clippers is they didn't have enough shooting around Chris Paul. They had JJ Redick, but the other guys, you know, a Blake and a DeAndre really couldn't space the floor. No, right? it's Luke Richard and Bob Mute. It's their small right. forward could never space the floor. He couldn't space the floor either. So the point is, is that on this team, even when James Harden leaves the court, you still have Chris Paul dishing into Eric Gordon, Ryan Anderson, Trevor Ariza, and these guys can shoot the ball. Right. So he's going to have the spacing he needs. So I, I, I do think when they're off the court together, I, I, I mean, when they're not on the court together, I think it actually will be very smooth and actually really effective. I just I do worry about a little bit of the adjustment when they're on the court together. Yeah, it'll take a little time. Hey, yeah. it took Steph Curry and Kevin Durant a little little bit of time, too. I know by the end of the season, it was absolutely smooth sailing, right. but it, right. it took a little time. By the way, Correct. Chris Paul is 32. He'll turn 33 in May. In May. Yeah, I know. So I know. Um, Everyone knows that. You're the only oh, person that did right. it. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm sure you knew that. So what do you think about this report about Kevin Durant saying he's going to sign later in the month? How does that affect our free agency for the Warriors? doesn't really affect things. It totally makes sense. He basically is – it. eventually in a couple of weeks when this thing is all settled, like we're going to sit back and we're going to be like – Man, Kevin Durant like really sacrificed and took like a solid amount less than he could have in order to keep this thing together. And yeah. that needs to be emphasized here when, when all of this for the Warriors hopefully works the way they want it to. Because Kevin Durant and Rich Kleiman could just simply say, no, KD wants the max. And if that was the case, the Warriors would probably not be able to bring back Andre Iguodala and Sean Livingston. Now, we don't know if they're going to be able to bring back either one of those guys, but like this is a pretty... It's all relative. He's still going to be making almost $30 million, but it's, it's still a big deal what he's doing. It is. Well, it's mostly a big deal also because you look at all the players in the league that don't do what he's doing. So, you know, yeah. you got you to gotta give props to somebody like that. Um, yeah, Kevin Durant's I, I, a happy dude, man. He's, he's yeah. going to hoops... Best. He's 
interacting with people on Twitter. He's on a YouTube channel, leaving comments and posting videos. He's the finals MVP is feeling pretty good. He's feeling himself right now. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We're not going to waste too much time talking about this, but also Phil Jackson out in New York. That actually kind of happened late Tuesday night after we recorded the podcast and then into uh, Wednesday morning when it became official. And, uh, do you think there's any chance he ends up with the Warriors? Uh, I think I saw a couple tweets about that today, just because of the connection with Steve Kerr. I would say and with Jerry a, West leaving. I would say there's a 0.7 percent chance of that happening. Like just I no. Agree. Like just no. I agree. Yeah. I don't think they need that personality in uh, no, not at all. in the not front even, office. Not even close. Yeah, but then obviously the first thing that comes up is the New York Knicks are going to go hard after Bob Myers now. Oh, that's Ray Ratto for NBCSportsBarry.com wrote something about that, and he's right. I mean, if you're James Dolan, you should have a blank check for Bob uh, Myers. Uh, of course, but you're Bob Myers here. You are in the happiest position. Uh, you are the executive of the year twice with the Warriors. You've just won two championships, and his family and everyone is from the Bay Area. Of course. He seems happy as can be. I just don't see that changing. No, definitely not. Yeah. And uh, I, if, if we know Joe Lacob by now, he's not letting Bob Myers go either with his checkbook. No, although he did not, he didn't want to pony up the dollars for Jerry West to come back, though. Correct, but I think we all assume at this point that Jerry West's role wasn't as great anymore now that you had such a star-studded team. Correct. Jerry West gave the Warriors credibility, and right. he was making good money, and the Warriors are now the envy of the entire sports world, and so you don't need to pay Jerry West over $4 million to be a consultant and be up in the Bay Area one time a month. Yeah. Right. I, I wouldn't do that either. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, next on the list, well, speaking of the Chris Paul trade that we just talked about, uh, J.R. Smith, everybody's favorite. Um, right after the trade, uh, there were some tweets going around. Apparently, he said the league is in a frenzy because of the Warriors. Yep. And he's not lying because the, every single team is either going to wait things out in terms of being super aggressive or there's going to be a couple teams like the Rockets, like the Spurs, like the Cavs, and like probably the Celtics who are going to maintain an aggressive mindset because they are not going to let the Warriors just control everything. But there's no doubt that the Warriors are in everybody's mind and... J.R. Smith is telling the truth. Yeah. And it's nice when you see players like that admit it because they know what's going on. You know, they aren't stupid. And uh, they're saying this happened. And, you know, J.R. Smith's looking from a team, you know, he's on the Cavs where you see all these other teams making moves and you start wondering when, what are the Cavs going to do? Because, you know, they've been heard about in many rumors, especially with Kevin Love. So, you know, his idea about the league being in a frenzy may be reflecting about his own team as well. Definitely. No doubt you'd about think, it. You'd think so, at least. A uh, couple other nuggets here. Uh, our boy Andre Iguodala is apparently going to create a late-night talk show called Evenings with Andre. Your thoughts? I saw that. I'm excited. Andre I'm Iguodala, is a, he's a funny guy. Now, it's not – people assume that it's going to be like a sports talk show. It isn't. It's more about tech and business. It'll be some um, sports. It'll be whatever Andre wants it to be. Correct, but I just, you know, rumors are flying, you know, back in the in the biz, I've heard that it's going to be more business-related, which is even kind of oh, cooler. You're, I want... you're such a clown. Oh, because I said the biz? Yeah, just the way you say things. It's funny. 
Oh, that that's what the issue is right now? Yeah, that's the, the issue. The way I say things? Yeah, the way I drink water versus the yeah. way you say God, things. God, I can't stand the way you drink water. Anyway. I just had a sip. It was good. Yeah, you, everyone heard it. it just, it's, uh, it's Grant, disgusting. what do you think about the report that uh, Austin Rivers played a major <clears throat> role in Chris Paul uh, losing faith and trust in Doc Rivers? Well, two things. Number one, that's hilarious. Number two is, again, when you hear stories like that, it just goes to show how special it is what the Warriors have. Think about all the teams right now that are having issues with players and their coaches, front office and their coaches, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And this situation with the Warriors is just, you have to search for an issue. It's special. Steph Curry said it at the parade and he said it after the parade and he understands what the Warriors have right now is not something that comes around very often. And that's why Bob Myers today speaking at his high school alma mater, Monta Vista in Danville, uh, broke some news by saying that Steph Curry is a high priority for the Warriors. Yeah, no, really, <laughs> ever, ever uh, breaking news. It was really cool that Draymond Green went to his alma mater. I like that. Well, yeah. I mean, Draymond Green basically should be Bob Myers' agent. Uh, I know. Of course, his comment at the parade, can he get some effing credit? Right. He kind of made a joke about today, about that today. And, uh, man, Draymond Green goes out of his way to, to try to get, it's almost like he's trying to get Bob Myers a raise. I know. I know. And it, it's, it's a very special thing. I, I like how many, or is it not obviously you and I follow the Warriors more than any other team. So we see this all the time, but how many teams do you know that you have this special bond between GM and all the players? Yeah. Right. Because it's because professional basketball, it is a business and yes. like, these players and Bob Myers and ownership, like they're on a team, but then when they become free agents, they are literally adversaries. Right, correct. Yet they formed this friendship yeah. with all these players, despite the business side of it. And I think that's what makes Bob Myers special is correct. that he's able to connect. Yep, he's able to connect. And it's not fake. You can tell everyone who talks to him or talks about him, it's not fake. He's, he's, he is that person. It's, so. You're right. And, uh, you know, Drew or false, we are possibly playing on the same summer league basketball team as Bob Myers. <laughs> I'm so excited Just about gonna that. Just going to throw that out there. Hopefully he shows up to a game. I'm um, going to be so nervous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you really are. A couple yeah. other things. The funniest thing I saw today was the video of Clay Thompson dancing in China. Might be one of my favorite videos in the history of the world. If you yeah. haven't seen it yet, um, it's uh, you and I both have tweeted about it today. Yes. Check it out. It's just, it's too funny. It is. It's special stuff. Clay Thompson. We talked about how Kevin Durant's feeling pretty good. I don't think anybody ever feels as good as Clay Thompson. He has a, a wonderful life. Um, and Warriors World, who, if you all don't follow on Twitter, you're silly and you should be. Uh, they posted something on Instagram, a little video clip of Clay doing the dancing in the club, looking like he was uh, just a nut. And uh, Steph Curry reacts on Instagram with a bunch of the smile, cry emojis, which was pretty funny. And uh, CJ McCollum, who is truly one of the coolest guys in the NBA, it's like not even a question. He, a couple hours ago, quote tweeted, uh, he quote tweeted the video and his little caption was, when you have two rings and the Henny hits your system. <laughs> I love that. And CJ yeah. McCollum is the guy who during the playoffs tweeted out something about how Warriors fans better appreciate Clay because he's going to leave and form his own super team because he was basically yeah. crediting 
uh, Clay with being an absolute superstar. Yep. And uh, then, of course, C.J. McCollum recently defended the Warriors and said it's ridiculous that people think that they're bad for the NBA. So C.J. McCollum, like, just he's he gets friend it. friend of the show, friend of the show, McCollum. friend of the pod, friend of friend of friend everything. of life, friend of life. Yeah. Um. All right, Drew. You got anything else? Do I have anything else? Yeah, I think we'll close it on uh, the rookie Jordan Bell saying that uh, he thinks that Markel Fultz would rather be in Jordan Bell's situation uh, than being the number one pick in the draft. Because I'm so excited. For that Bell. is how excited Jordan Bell is to be on oh the God. Warriors and to play for the uh, the defending champs, and that's just I, really cool. He gets I it cannot too. wait to see his passion in summer league to start with, you know, a, t- a team with him, Patrick McCaw and Damian Jones is going to be feisty. That's just, that's a defensive team right there. So yeah. I like that. We're going to be in uh, Vegas. It's going to be a blast. It's gonna be I awesome. know we'll, we'll talk about that more very soon, but uh, again, just want to say a big thank you to our sponsor seat geek. Uh, seat geek is the smartest, easiest way to get tickets to live events. That is correct. All right, everybody, we'll be talking to you tomorrow. Enjoy your Thursday, and we'll talk to you on Friday. All right, later. Bye. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. San Jose Sharks hockey is back, and we've got you covered five days a week at Locked On Sharks. I'm Kyle Demetrius. I'm J.D. Young. I'm Eric Fowle. Together, we make sure you're never without your Sharks programming. Will the Sharks make a trade for a right winger? We got you covered. Will Eric Carlson's groin hold up for the entire season? We've got you covered. Whatever happens with Team Teal every day, we've got you covered at Locked On Sharks five days a week on the Locked On Podcast Network. This is Josh Lloyd, the host of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast, the number one fantasy basketball podcast in the world. If you're looking for information regarding fantasy basketball, recaps of the NBA, this is the show for you. We are heading into the offseason and starting to get ready for the 2020-2021 fantasy season. We'll have all the information on what happens through the rest of the playoffs, free agency, the NBA draft, and then heading into a big 2021 season. So make sure you're checking out the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast.